0: Can
1: anyone catch them, do you
0: think? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, unbelievable, we didn't expect that.
1: Just devastating. So difficult to find the right words after the game. Um, we came here to show a different game, but um, from the first minute until the 90 minutes, we didn't deserve to be on the pitch today. Why not? Why such a below-par performance when it mattered so much? I don't know. can't explain to you why. Um, we didn't do what, what the game plan was. Um, not listening to the coach, doing our things. And when you do all your things, these games happened. What happened was not a disaster um, performance. And like this, you don't deserve to, ch- uh, to play Champions League. You didn't deserve even to play Europa League and um, it's very hard to take it at the moment and um, I don't know why we are not doing that what the coach is asking for us. I mean it's not an excuse but was it the performance of a young team feeling the pressure maybe? I don't know if someone isn't ready for this game stay at home That's simple as it no it doesn't matter the age you can be 30 you can be 35 you can be 10 you can be 18. If you're not ready for that, you're nervous, stay on the bench or stay at home, don't come here. We need people to have the balls, sorry to say that, to come here and to play, because we knew this game is maybe one of the most important games for us. But the performance like this is not to accept and very, very, very sad for us, very, very disappointing. and I feel very, very sorry for the people that came over here to support us. I feel very, very sorry. For Arsenal supporters, um, but this is not the way we wanted to go and um, this is the only thing what I can say and to say sorry to them, other things,
2: I don't have any other words. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Awakeners podcast, this is like, you can you can feel in my voice how gutted I am about this uh, this podcast, I really didn't want to talk about this game, but... It's our, uh, it's our, um, wh- what did you call it, Ellen? It's our duty to do it. So <laughs> we are professionals. So we are doing this game. Uh, I welcome back Ellen and Deepak. Hi, Ellen. Hi, Deepak.
0: Hello. Hi, Picasso
2: And Bob. Hi, Bob. Hey. How are you going? Uh, that's a bad question to ask, Bob, after this game. <laughs> but the Newcastle game, Um that's that's what we are trying to do here for the listeners yeah do like share and subscribe look at us look at us literally doing this podcast after such a defeat that i didn't want to even talk to my family that's how gutted i was <laughs> but we are doing the podcast so for us just to subscribe just to like you know like share and comment in whatever you guys want us to discuss with that out of the way bob um you are, I mean, we have seen, we have seen Arsenal go through highs and lows and bad things and stuff. But this game kind of like made me it's it's not just about the game, I guess. It just it's it just was the way we lost the game, the way we have unraveled time and time again, kind of made me feel defeatist, if
3: that's a word. Okay. See, I think. I was I was running a lot of emotions yesterday after the game. Obviously, I saw the game, and there was a lot of emotions running in me. I tried to switch myself off from uh, football um, as much as I could, and I succeeded in doing that. Um, so it was I took I took a lot of time to come into terms. Basically, it it although feels like you know we are all we are all very disappointed, we are all gutted and all those sort of things. But if you ask yourself, you know, in the deepest of your thought at the start of the season, right? Would you be okay for us finishing fifth? The answer would have been yes at that point in time. We know we came a long way. We know we went very close. I mean, you can't rule that out until until it happens, right? So you may, you may even have a chance where Tottenham sort of lose and then, you know, we might win or anything could happen. But on the last day, but having said that, it was ours for the taking and I probably feel that we are touch not ready for Champions League. This team and the current crop of players, they are obviously improving leaps and bounds from where they were and they will still continue to improve. But from where we were at the start of the season with the sort of personnel that we had, we didn't really have any match winners or you know any high profile players and all those sort of things. The manager put together a team and that team made the work done most of the days. They they got the result that we wanted. It was all working in our favor. We were punching above our weights for a long time, I should say. So for us to lose, maybe feels disappointing, but it as well shows that, you know, this team needs more injection of better mentality players and better personal in every position for us to improve on. It, it, it feels like a defeat, but it's something which we have to look up to and then, you know, work upon. See, mind you, Liverpool didn't become a great team overnight. They they took years for them to m- mold into that mentality. In fact, the only other team who has won in Newcastle since January is Liverpool. So we that's the sort of mentality. Newcastle has bounced back to a different level, completely a different level, and they will be they will be challenging City and Liverpool and all those sort of teams in the future because of all the money that they've got. But but
2: see us- see, see Bob that i mean all this is fine okay this is all fine i mean i would i would literally ask deepak this question i understand wh- what bob is trying to say and that is true deepak like i mean i'm not questioning whether we have made progress or not but the, there are certain things that is not the, that are, that are not sitting right for me if i could put it that way right deepak like for example yes we we all could like if if i could Everyone keeps bringing up the point. Oh, at the start of the season, if I would have told you Arsenal will finish, would you interview happy? Of course, I would be happy. The same way, how against a Manchester City game before kicking the kicking the ball, if someone says, "Come on, you take a one-nil loss to, in this game," I'll I'll take it. I'll take it at this point, yeah. right? But 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 that doesn't define the game. The game defines itself, like. After the kick of the ball, after the first half, after the second half, that's how the game is defined,
3: um, and that's how they, I see
2: the season too.
3: Okay, so, sorry, just add to add one more point. We didn't we didn't lose the top four place at Newcastle. We lost the top no. four place when we lost against Crystal Palace, Brighton, and Southampton. That yes. was when we put ourselves into that situation, and it was coming along a long way. So 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 it was not yesterday that we lost our top four place. It was a few weeks back and of course the other teams missing out made us look interesting or made us keep kept us in the mix, but it was a far shot and everybody knew that we had a very difficult start. I mean, difficult end towards the season.
2: Yeah, but okay. Deepak, go ahead. Go ahead. You were you were about to say something. I'll I'll continue my thought.
4: It's, it's just like a way of consoling ourselves, right? Like. Like, just going back and saying, we didn't expect this at the start of the season, so we should be happy. Hey, it's it's a way of consoling. I I do understand it, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would gladly take fifth position right now because I didn't expect us to finish. in. I wanted us to finish in top four because this was the best chance for us to finish in top four this season because we didn't have any Europe, we didn't go far in any cup competitions or anything. This was the best chance. So that is one kind. Of, that's a disappointment for me. I wanted us to finish in top four because I don't see us finishing in top four next season for sure. So mm. obviously, like I'm disappointed. Like yeah, like coming to Bob that we lost uh, the top four. Like those three games, which was winnable. Like of course, yeah. Like, we can always say like the first three games also we lost. The, any any game we lost. If we, if we, we could have won. Uh, we would have still it, it would have been in our hand but still yesterday like the performance we put in like against a newcastle who had nothing to play for we didn't expect newcastle to play the way they did we thought it was there they didn't have anything to play we would we just go around pass the ball score one goal get a one nil win and move on but i think we didn't expect the way how newcastle pressed and we were taken by surprise. That's we were what horrible. I see.
3: Horrible. Yeah. If I were to just put up yesterday's performance, we were absolutely horrible.
4: Yeah, that's what I think. We didn't expect Newcastle to harry us the way they did. Like, they literally didn't give us time on the ball and something. I feel we weren't prepared enough to... I wouldn't say prepared enough. I, I, that would be, like, harsh on the players. Basically, like, we didn't expect Newcastle to turn the way they did.
2: But, but, uh, but okay just i was getting to you okay you could uh, you could uh, roll your answer to deepak on that with my question so see yeah deepak says we were not we were not ready for Newcastle's Harrying, or we were not ready for Newcastle's... Baseline.
4: Maybe, I'm but, like saying, like that might be one of the reasons for the performance we had yesterday. Um, also, we can say like it's their final home game. Obviously, they, they would turn up. There are like different factors, but the way we performed, I, I thought we were taken by surprise. There
2: are there are three games, Ellen, that I wanted to like, you know, put put it up there, right? Like one is the first game, which is against Brentford. The other is Crystal Palace game. And then there is this Newcastle game. All three games, if you look at it, we were literally, we were literally horrible. That's 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 even sugarcoating itself. Like I could swear so much on how bad we were on those three. Which
4: Brentford game? The opening night?
2: The opening night. The opening night. Uh, yeah,
4: that, that was a squad which was completely hey, affected again, by COVID. For me, the worst game was against Southampton, which we lost
2: yeah so so southampton crystal palace this game all these games it's not just about how we uh, it's not just about that we lost this is like Ellen, this is like the worst performance this is like every player puts in a two on 10 performance that's 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 the worrying part right it's one thing that we could say oh hey we had a bad call against us or some of these players were not up for it but the whole entire team dropping a two on 10 performance so constant across three, four games in a season is horrible. Like if you remember like yesterday's yes, under Wenger, we had the six, three, six, zero games, but that would be like one or twi- two times in a season, one or two times in a season. That's how much we would be, but the whole team collapsing so many times in a season. That's scary.
0: Okay. Uh, if, you asked me, right, like, uh, this was expected. Like, this has been a trend, uh, if you ask me. Like, uh, like one thing is, like, uh, whenever we have a game, which is, like, uh, a very important game for the season for us, Arsenal haven't turned up at all, like, under Arteta. that Take the Europa League or, like, whatever the qualification matches. Like, say, see, I'm not blaming Arteta here. He's also, like, a new manager. He also has to learn. But this is one area where he falls very big, maybe because of his lack of experience. See, we can say a lot of losses or anything. But for me, right, where we lost the top four was with Tottenham's game. See, the Tottenham's game, right, We draw was enough for us. Like the complete pressure was on Tottenham. Like they had to win and we know they do counterattack. The simplest thing was like holding the ball and like having it like in our area itself and play it out, so that, like, the pressure would have been, and we could have easily beat the uh, draw there. The, I'm not
2: the, I, again, I,
0: like,
2: I, I, I could drop a pun there, uh, it's not holding the ball, it's holding on the wall that made the game... Yeah, that's a
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. I, see, <laughs> that was, even before that, right, like, there were, like, some scary moments, let's see, and, uh, if you see, right, like, uh, I was, like, messaging, like, uh, in a group, like, talk, in the Tottenham game, like, uh, Tommy and Cedric asked to swap places, like, uh, because, like, uh, Tommy asked to, like, uh, be on the other side because, like, Cedric and holding us. It was close to a disaster, which happened later. But, see, again, I'm saying, not saying, like, out or anything, but, like, uh, that's lack of experience from him. Like, uh, maybe, like, uh, him also being a player the northern and Derby has got to him. It could be that also. But that was the game where we lost the top four. And even if you see the season, right, whenever we lost a game, we have lost continuous games. It's not like we have lost one and come back to the next. Like, the Crystal Palace Southampton example is also the same. The first three weeks is also the same. So, that was what the thing here. Like, so, this one, right, like, was expected. But the burying trend for me is, like, all of these important games, right? Uh, it's okay if we lost. Like, if we lost, like say, 5-3 or even 6-3 or a 6-2. Like, we have tried and we have lost. None of these games, we doesn't turn up. Like, the Europa League, if you take, right, like, we were just, like... Uh, passing it within hours, not even trying for a goal. It looked like we were in the lead and trying to protect the lead. The Newcastle game, we didn't even turn up. Like, like These are like just a few examples, but there are a lot more examples, if you see. I don't know why that is happening, because I feel that is coach's issue. See, he can give all the things, but if something is not working on the ground, right? like I don't see, it happened in Wenger's period also, or in other coaches' period also. One of them will be really bad, like they'll get something, in during the half time and then they will come back at least try i'm not saying they will win or this thing at least they will try but that was missing in the entire match i mean and this is I a mean, trend we, I have we know that
2: we have seen all the stats with with arsenal right with arteta we have we have always lost uh, bar one game that we have been trailing in the first half that's a very worrying stat- statistic uh, for me right we we have lost every game that we have been trailing in the first half except one and we have like so uh, there is this interesting stat which I thought like I will bring it up later. But all three of you could respond to it. Like Arsenal uh, are in the uh, we have we have we have uh, you know uh, eleven we have gone into uh, games eleven games in a losing position in the first half, out of which ten losses and one draw, which is which is crazy. Like of the eleven loss, like. Uh, of the 11 loss that we had, or is it 13 now? 13, am I, am I,
0: 13 I losses, 13. right? I think 13.
2: Yeah. Of the 13 losses, 12 games we have lost because we have lost it. Uh, we, we were not able to come back. Compare that to like Tottenham. Tottenham always makes a comeback. Manchester United makes a comeback. Last, last week, Manchester City, I know we are they are the champions and they have the team to do that, but they were trailing 2-0 in halftime. They finished the game okay.
4: 2-2. I think it's See, that's, more that's down to the team. individual quality, I feel. Like you take like Tottenham, you have like two yeah. world-class players. You take United, you 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 can say like Ronaldo is 37. He can See, still like that, but we don't have any kind of players like that.
2: But, but Deepak, see, that's, that's where the problem is. That's where the problem is that when you compare XG, the table doesn't change, which means they are not like the individual players are not creating situations beyond XG, which means like if I read it right, I'm not great in XG thing, but if I read it right, they are scoring exactly what they are meant to score they're not like these, ronaldo is not p- propelling them or ha- uh, harry kane and son are not propelling beyond xg like the season when Aubameyang was outscoring xg that's not the case in their situations
4: their Son's, teams are still... like son has scored like more than like xg like seven times
2: yeah but 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 his team is performing better <clears> or <throat> uh, his team is performing worse and that's leveling up we don't have that situation yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's more it's,
4: down to like I feel it's more down to the individual quality, which we don't have for sure. No one like can pull us out of the rut. Like let's say like we have like we are trailing one nil. I, I don't see anyone stepping up and scoring that like decisive goal or like let's say even like a world class <laughs> goal. We can say like Saka is a world class player. He is actually, but he doesn't have that, he still doesn't have that thing. He he would have it in the future, but not right now. We don't have any world-class player apart from Pate. Even he doesn't score goals. He's good at something else. We don't have that finisher which we had in Abu Mayan, who wasn't a world-class finisher. Like, like he cannot do something out of the box which he did, like when when we won the FA Cup. So he was the X factor we had. When we lost him or like when he went completely off the boil, we we lost that kind of X factor. That's what I feel like when you compare with like Manchester United or Tottenham or, or even City. City is like, it's a well-drilled team. Uh, you, you can't say like that. But like when you yeah, so, compare with Tottenham or United, they have some kind of X factor.
3: Yeah, and no, I totally agree. Um, we we lack mentality. And I think what, what we lacked um, during the Newcastle game was the fact that, you know, we lost a belief. Even uh, we went into the halftime nil-nil, but even with that, we should have been the one coming out on top in the second half, but rather we let them play. We let them dictate the game, right? There was actually, this shows the difference in mentality, right? You know, we all spoke about the fact that Newcastle have nothing to play for and, you know, they are going to be finishing in the top half now. All those things apart. They didn't really have any motivation to go in for this game and then you know come back with a victory. Still, they played with a better team with the personnel, Right? They might have got a few personal now, but but still it's the mentality which was actually different. Don't you think Ben White could have been different to what Dan Byrne was doing? Abso- absolutely, he could have been he could have been completely better. But then the whole team as a unit, we failed. We didn't stand up to it. And, and that's the harsh reality of what it is. As much as what the fans want to see, as much as the fact that we want our team to progress and all those sort of things, this team is only, you could say, 50% ready. It could be down to so many reasons, right? I mean, if you look at last season, last season was completely turmoil with Ozil's situation and, and it dragged us on till January. And by the time that we, we, we got out of everything, we were almost, you know, Um, uh, Chasing a lost battle and we managed to, you know, finish eighth as opposed to finishing mid table or even lower down the table. This season, it was sort of started all right. I mean, it started on a bad note, but then we got our results and all those sort of things. Then situation soon started with Oba. We managed to get Oba out, which was good, but we didn't have any other personnel to replace that personality or we didn't, we didn't. I mean, our squad was paper thin. And this is where one or two signings could have actually helped probably get into the top four because they could have come in and made a difference. Even he can, even, even players like Luka Jovic, for example, he was actually being strongly touted for Arsenal. And F- Continuo was actually within our reach. So even if we had got one of these two players that I'm just simply talking, right? We could have had some personality to come and show some difference on the pitch. All these sure. things compounded together and that made such a difference. I was actually do, talking during the transfer window, uh, uh, which I, I'm sure you should remember. Um, we were talking about Diego Costa being available on free. Yeah. Even he could have come in and made a difference, right? if and buts yeah. could say like we could say a lot of signing-
4: things. Not signing anyone in the January transfer window was a big mistake. The when you know, like now, if you look at two games, of your like best mistake. players, two, two
3: games back, it was a master stroke that we were made to. You know, we we strict our plan, and then you know, we we. I mean, it was all disaster waiting to happen with with uh, T N E S injury and with Pate's injury and with all the personal, I mean, with Holdings red card, everything. It was all a disaster in the making. So, so every situation, every one of those smaller situations has, has put us into where we see, are now. See, that's that's the problem, Ellen, right?
2: Like for me, for me, the biggest problem in this whole situation is that we seem to be working when things are working exactly the way they are. And we know Arsenal. Arsenal is not a team that's going to have all the personal all the time. For example, like the famous back four that we are saying, like Ben White, Gabriel, Tomiyasu and uh, have played uh, 10 games
4: together
2: have played 10 games together so that's arsenal that's arsenal we cannot have that like we cannot have a game plan that would work only with certain players in a certain way in a but certain that's... mood in a certain uh, you know in a certain uh, wind condition no we have to play in every condition
4: that is a spectacular gamble which we took, and it, it has failed spectacularly right now. Like we know, like right, like Tierney and Pate, our two best players, is like, when it comes to Premier League, they haven't been fit at all. You, we were doing well till now. Like, it, it was waiting to happen. Like, like Bob said, you can't expect El to perform like five, six game like a world class. Midfielder. He, he he has been adequate enough. You can't just go and blame him. He, he did his job, but you can't expect him to go perform like Partey. The, the drop of quality from our first level to the next is like it's so huge. E- when, huge when you compare with the top 10 teams. So I don't know, like it, it. I don't know, like who uh, decided not to sign any players in January. Whether it's Art at or I don't believe the reason that we couldn't find not even like two players in low on loan just for six months, a decent enough quality. You, uh, it wasn't like just this January transfer window. It, it it was from the start of the season. You know your squad isn't that great. You what you do? You go and strengthen in January. That's what Tottenham did. And that's what Newcastle did. That's the two teams we lost again.
2: But that's that's Adjust. the other side of it, Ellen. right? Like the Arsenal fans are calling for, why did we let go of, uh, what's his name?
4: See, like uh, all the advice. let going, the, the players like, which what? we let go of, I don't accept anything. Those are like useless players. Even yeah. if they were in the squad, we would have lost it. The problem is not signing any adequate...
0: Yeah, Ellen, go ahead, uh, sorry. Just to like uh, put it in a very small way, right? Like we lost the top four through Bruno's goal, right? Bruno was the player. <laughs> we were like completely Bruno trying out in January.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> completely uh... trying out in January. We put all the basket on him and like
3: uh, no. like um, no, the did... money got him. They were all whispers only, Ellen. Yeah, we didn't we didn't really even move an inch that, towards the when, when that oh, goal went perfect, in uh, when that goal
2: went in that's when i realized one thing okay that we are literally the uh, we we always think that we are the hero of our own stories the same way arsenal fans think that arsenal is the hero of uh, premier league we do the things perfect. the right way and things like it. but when that goal in goal went in uh, similar to how uh, you know Arsen wenger's 1000th game was ruined Similar to how Mourinho always gets away with Arsenal, uh, you know Arsenal. Similar to how Drogba always scores against Arsenal. Similar to how Rooney always scores against Arsenal. That's one more, uh, it, one uh, more situation. How <laughs> Ronaldo
3: scores always against Arsenal. So, so <laughs> please all, go these down situa- <laughs>
2: uh, all these situations are when I realize maybe we are not the heroes of the Premier League as we aspire to be or as we think <laughs> ourselves to be. Sorry, Alan, continue. But-
0: Yeah, no, no. See, the second part is, like, uh, regarding the other thing, like, we have to work in a particular way for things to happen, right? Like, see, that's one common comment that comes to even Pep. Pep has its quality players, world-class players, so he's able to survive with that. Like, because what uh, people, like, say about Pep is, like, he doesn't win Champions League much because, like, he plays with a process. And there is no chaos or, like, there is no uh, difference, like, maker, like, or the Say, for example, even a world class player will be playing with limitation under PIP. That's what people say because of the process. Maybe that is the same issue happening in Arsenal also. See, with the quality issue, we are not trying for cups or anything. But, like, again, like uh, some games where like, the people are completely out, right? Like, it's because that day the process doesn't work properly and there is no individual brilliance happening. Maybe that is the reason. And since the process is like uh, still happening, right? Arteta is also not making much. I'm just trying. Yeah, to but who is Peter? there
2: to provide the individual brilliance? That's the problem. We bring on Pepe to provide the individual brilliance, and he gives away a ball that puts Ben White in a, a two-on-one situation
0: at the back. No, no <laughs> this that, that happened this season. No, this season that was expected. But like, I'm just trying to find a pattern because, like, see, I'm just trying to find a positive. See, somewhere like to where we are. Like, see, unless we know what is our problem, right? We cannot correct it in the next season. Also so our that problem, is what i'm our problem
2: different. here is arun missing out when i'm bashing pepe right here and uh, goodness, and he is not no, here even too. arun
0: doesn't support pepe anymore even arun doesn't support pepe anymore see uh, that, those are the kind of things like what bob was saying right like you need a mentality like say even during our old good days right like when we are leading the ball will be at the corner post of the opponent team like it will be just saying that they won't even try to attack if they will just like make sure the opponent doesn't score or doesn't get the ball now like we are like even when we are leading like uh, 1-0 and like we need to defend it we'll try and go and like uh, to score a goal kind of thing like and like we lose and like we uh, lose the match also so that's the kind of mentality we need to change and that comes with quality players
2: I mean, I understand the point, Dylan, right? Like about quality players. Like literally when you look it up uh, about the goal contribution, I think like Gabriel Martinelli from, I think, 19 appearances scored one goal. Emil Smithrow from 18 appearances scored two goals. Lacazette from 18 appearances scored one goal, which is a penalty. And then Eddie <laughs> in 20 appearances scored four goals, of which like two are braces, which means like 18 games he hasn't done anything. And two games he scored like four goals. That is it. Like all our goals have come from Saka, who has scored six goals, and then some two goals or three goals from Odegaard, and then everything from corners and stuff like that. So 56 goals, Bob. I mean, I remember Arsen Wenger's seasons when we scored like 70 goals very easily. And then we are in a in a in a season where we are scoring 56 goals. And I think we, uh, we have considered like 47 goals or something, 40, 45 goals or something like that, right? Out of which in the games that we lost, we have considered 27 goals, which means the games we have won, we have considered only like 20 goals or something. That's, that's a lot of like, that makes me wonder what is the, uh, what is the progress that we are saying about the gameplay? There is, there mean, is no I, progress,
3: I, there is no progress here uh, Vijay, so, so basically what we've been trying to do with the personal that we had, we were trying to put together a brave face and we were trying to put together our, you know, a pattern or something but, which we can But, we, but can we, ourselves, we ourselves
2: in this podcast, we have talked about how much we have progressed and we have, is that is this like us having our head in the clouds when things are going good, yes. Arsenal fans
3: just blow things up? I still still don't deny that this team has come a long way. This has been progress. Not the progress that we wanted as fans, that we wanted to be in the top four. Not that progress, but this team has progressed quite a lot. There has been a mental background just after the Crystal Palace result, I should say, because until that game, this team's mentality was spot on. Seriously, spot on. Right? They didn't really have any pressure against Chelsea, West Ham and United. And that's why they were able to play, especially against Chelsea, I would say, that they didn't really have any pressure. Right At that point, it looked long lost that we are not going to finish in the top four. Right Once after that, that happened. And once we started winning again, there was belief back again. And with that came in the pressure. Right? This team is, is made up of good crop of product. Professionals, but but they lack the they lack the composure. They lack they lack the ability to handle pressure, and and to be smart when doing so. Holdings um, red card could have been easily avoidable, right? And and we expecting things to be in order. Just like how you mentioned before, we expect everything to be falling down in the exact same way for us to perform the way that we can. Right? Even if one thing goes out of the way, we can't do that. It's, is, it, is it down to the manager? Manager can only do what he can off the pitch and then he can try and bring in players who can come and make a difference. But if they are doing stupid things, for example, you know, Pepe's cross to Jacques. I don't really think what he was trying to do there. Not that he would, was even quicker as well. It looked, it, it, it completely broke the team down. And from two goals down, how are you going to recover with such a short time remaining, right? It's just the personnel. We've cleared a lot of deadwood from the previous regimes and all those sort of things. And I still feel, if you look at the current crop of players, we still have about three to four to be cleared out. Pepe, Lacazette, like um, to, to name at least a two in the starting line. yes. Cedric, <laughs> Cedric,
4: Tell uh, our Eddie
3: is on the line. I would say personally, for me, I wouldn't really want Eddie to sign a new contract. We have to be looking at someone who is better. Even as a second striker, we have to be having someone better, right? So that's that's <laughs> how we have to we have to keep building upon this. And rather than you know losing the all. Last, you know, hope and all those sort of things. We have to use this as a motivation to springboard into the next season. I don't know how that's going to happen. Other teams, of course, are going to strengthen, and with with uh, uh, you know Newcastle getting their new riches, they might even strengthen more than anyone. But still, we have to try and make our space there. But
2: but Deepak, so uh, what Bob said is kind of reflected in the Shaka interview. I don't know if you watched the interview. It was, I mean reading about it it makes it sound a different way than actually watching. it. When I read about it, I was so angry. What is this guy is talking about? He's one of the culprits and all those things, but watching gave a lot more sense. Like the questions were asked to him in a certain way and he answered in a certain way. But what he said is probably what Bob was mentioning here, right? Like the manager put out a plan, which the team kind of threw it out of, out of, uh, out of the park. The first moment they got. And he was like, he asked, like, if you are not ready to play a pressure game, you could be 30, you could be 10, you could be 15. But on the pitch, if you're not ready to play the pressure game, don't come stay at home. This sounds a lot harsh, but the question asked and the situations around it and the way he answered is completely different. But this also reminds me of the time when Shaka was, we remember the famous time when he went in the pitch going like, we are scared, we are scared. Are we still in that same spot? Like we are scared? Like Ramsdale, I think it was Ramsdale who was doing the most, you know, scary, scared thing out of the whole lot. Kicking oh, yeah. the ball out. Kicking the ball out every moment. There were a lot of times when we wanted to start an attack and then he was kicking long. This this team, I mean, there is one thing as being inexperienced, but there's other thing as standing up when it's needed.
4: Yeah, like, maybe, I uh, don't Adam, like, yeah, that, that was true, right? Like, whatever Shaka said, that's what we saw in Newcastle game. There wasn't, like, any any kind of control in the game he had. Not even, like, I don't think so. We stitched together, like, maybe five or six passes. I, I don't think so. Like, after the first half, we were lucky to be nil-nil, like, in the first half, to go out of the first half. And then when we come out and we concede a goal, which is... I feel, which is still Ramsdale's mistake. He has been letting in near post goals for almost six or seven games. Everything I feel is saveable. The first thing as a goalkeeper, you cover your dear post. That's what I'd be like. Leno would have saved it for sure, I, I feel. But yeah, like after that goal went in, like obviously we didn't, first of all, we didn't have control previous before the goal. When the goal went in, like literally like chaos broke. We, we tried to, like, win it in, like, all costs. We brought in, like, players. The, like, like you said in the group, like, forget about the formation, just go yeah, for it. That's but, but that's that, what that, we that, did, but... But,
2: but that, unfortunately. that is what we have been doing, right? Like, every time I see Arteta do the same thing, he puts in every attacker that's possible, takes out all the defenders, in, and nothing works. Yeah, he,
4: that, that's what, like... Literally, you... on the
2: pitch yesterday, I mean, on the game day, it was like, Black as it was on, Pepe was on Martinelli was on the only attacker he took out was Emil Smithrow. Every other attacker that was available was on the pitch, and yeah, nothing what, like, was created
4: not obviously you put all everyone inside the pitch like you you it's like playing fiFA like basically like you go all out attack that's what we try to do it's it's not a plan it's not FIFA it's not going to work when you put all attackers you won't have the kind of coordination or something. It, it, I feel it's we should have stuck with the players we had not bringing on all the attackers. It doesn't make sense you just bring all the attackers it's not going it, it doesn't mean that you're gonna score goals. basically like once they score the first goal uh, we, we lost it. Uh, we yeah, like you said, we never come back, right? And the, there was an added pressure aspect. We had to win this game, so there was no plan from Arteta after that. Shaka said there was plan which we didn't follow. That was before the goal was scored. After the goal was scored, it was manager's job to do something which Arteta didn't do. That's that's my thing. You the, that's that's on that's on Arteta completely. He didn't have a plan. He just he just brings on attackers. It doesn't mean that you have a plan.
2: Hmm. Actually, Ellen, uh, talking about the next season and stuff, that is that is another thing that kind of worries me, right? Like everyone, including the Arsenal fans, including Bob, was mentioning. Hey, every other team is going to uh, going to strengthen. Yes, they are going to absolutely. Last season, United strengthened. Where are they now? It doesn't mean that strengthening means something. And also, like we are kind of uh, when we look at the losses. Yes, we we have more losses. But we have more wins than Chelsea. Chelsea has 20 wins. We have 21 wins. See, oh, In, so so thing- we are winning games. We are not able to like draw games or we are not able to like bring uh, back games from a losing position.
0: Right, Ellen? So go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Like see, if you see, right, like uh, the number of wins, right, like we might close with a lot of As you rightly said, it. like it's like wins and losses for us, like very few draws. That's what, like, see, uh, again, the problem will be in the next season also because the teams, right, which are all strengthened. For example, uh, Spurs have Conte, who is going to be in the second season. And, like, uh, he's going who to be here now, oh, play but there are talks wants. about PSG. There are talks about him. No, that's a see. different thing. See, that's a different thing. But if Conte leaves, like, uh, Spurs are not going to bring any rookie coach. They are going to replace him with, our, again, another uh, good coach. Like, they're not going to bring anybody, like, weak. Look at United. They found out, like, to manage all of these egos or this thing, like, is not going to work. They have gotten a coach who can change their, uh, uh, like, uh, current situation. And then, like, uh, Newcastle, right, like, uh, is good example. They were fighting for relegation. They got an ADO and then the uh, turnaround happened. And now with all the money and everything, right, like, we can say, like, ADO is not a world-class coach. But remember, when City started also, they didn't have, like, a world-class coach, they didn't even have world-class players, but they started competing. So those things will happen, and every season, right? There will be always one team which will push up over the This year, it's West Ham. Like in the past, like there were other teams. If you take that also into picture, right? There will be at least like seven, eight teams which are going to try for the top four. And in that, right? If you leave out like City and uh, like uh, Liverpool, it is just like for two spots, like six or seven teams that are going to try. So, are we with that quality? Like, even if you add, like, three, four players, like, I don't think we'll still be with that quality to compete with those six, seven teams. Like, see, this year, a lot of teams, like, uh, were not doing well. So, it was, like, an taken for granted for us and, like, we faltered at the end. But next season, it might not be the same. Like, if all the I teams play think, to the potential, I, I, right? I, 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 like, I don't, might not see, see, Ellen,
2: that's something that I don't believe that's true. Like, it's not, like... last Forget
4: about seasons... other teams. Look at the team, which are. we don't have have a striker. You literally don't have any strikers going forward. Do you think we we are capable of signing two good forwards? There are like no strikers in the market. (laughs) We cannot sign Gabriel Jesus right now, for sure. I don't think so he would come with Europa League.
0: No, even if he but, sign, I see him
3: as a second up. striker only. Like with the way Imagine, we are playing, will not help imagine uh, Ronaldo playing in the Europa League or Conference League next season. Oh, I don't think he is going to. I think he will leave. Yeah.
4: So, like they, they forget about other teams strengthening or anything. I feel like we will have tough job strengthening our team, like due to this, like missing out okay. on Champions League.
3: Guys, sorry. I just have a question. I know we could keep going around this all you know, all day long, but I just have a question. Imagine a scenario if we are going to be winning against Everton the last game and Tottenham are going to lose their game against Norwich. Oh, come on. That's never going to happen. Right? Hang on. Against Norwich, they're not going to This is the lose. situation. Okay. So this is a this situation, right? Tottenham are playing away, right? Okay. So imagine a situation where they are going to lose and we are going to win how would you change the perspective of this team and also equally imagine a scenario where we are still going to lose against Everton which is more likely from the looks of it right how would your reactions be would you would you still call this season a victory after the loss or would you call that a victory only after we clinch the top four place by any other way like with ourselves going forward
4: For me, this season has been a progress. Like, till now. Like, I would say, like, it's not, like, a complete failure. The position from which we lost the top four, that's why it feels like a failure. For me, this season is not a failure at all. There has been, like, progress. We finished eight. Now we are going to finish fifth. And probably we might end up with, like, what, eight points more than the last season. That is progress for me. I, don't, I wouldn't see, like, this season as a complete failure. For me, the problem is what is the next season is going to be with without Champions League. If we are able to strengthen it, we cannot go in with this way, like the paper thin squad next season. Uh, that's my fear.
3: Correct. Trudy, totally, totally agree. I think I have the same fear. If you are not so, going to so, strengthen, we have to forget our chances.
2: I think for Even me, team I'm, team I, I think I am a little bit different in this because of the last couple of games. I have been strongly of the same opinion as Deepak and Bob but for the last two games I've started me to think again and for me the problem is, like I said, the the issues in the team, the issues in the squad, the issues with the manager are recurring. That's where my problem is. So that makes me question whether this this problem is going to persist all along. If If there was a pattern that, okay. These problems are fixed and we got new problems. Then I would have said, yeah, this is a progress. For now, I'm not sure if this is a progress because the problems that I saw last season with Arteta, last season with Arsenal, last season with with, with the squad are still the same. The same problems. Like If we are not playing exactly the way we, we, we want, we are not getting results. If See, we sadly, are,
3: football ball is much more about money uh, these days, um, Vijay. So, until or unless you invest money, you are not going to get success. That's a sad yeah, reality. So, true, yeah, but, like, but
4: but uh, but again, people Bob, will say we are the highest spenders. We, we are the highest spenders in Premier League this season.
2: <laughs> yes.
4: So yeah, like and, that's what I'm saying. Like like at the start of the season. I, I, I are, like, understand no I understand like it,
2: that. Deepak. See, we are highest spender because we are building a squad. We are not we are not adding players to a squad. Like what Weng, what we what we accused of Wenger was he was not adding players to we had one or two deficiencies, and Wenger was not adding one or two deficiencies. He is not filling those holes. That was the problem with Wenger. But now what we are doing right now is building a complete squad. We built a completely a completely new backline. We bought a goalkeeper, we bought two defenders, we bought three defenders actually and we bought like midfielders, we are building a squad. Of course, it's going to, we are going to spend more in that situation, but that's not the problem for me. It's not about the money part of it. That's the problem. What I'm seeing on the pitch is the problem for me. Right? So anyways, uh, I have I have a couple more questions before we move on. Right? Like, yes, Bob, uh, to answer your question, it will be good if we win and if we get into top four, but still, we, we never know. But
3: Ellen, so, so and knowing Arsenal, off- no, it's not going to happen. Even Arsenal
4: lose, I don't expect us to win against Everton. That's-
3: yeah, but Ellen,
4: one, no, but one like, question: uh,
0: I- Do you guys think how much uh, Amazon has power on these uh, <laughs> FA? Because if they have the power, right, that will be a big. Super ending for their
2: all or nothing program. <laughs> oh, last season. I mean, all the previous all or nothing were ne- nothing dramatic. So I don't expect like they have a lot of
0: power. No, but on. with Arsenal, the entire season was dramatic for them, right? Like, so they <laughs> will need a good finish for them.
2: <laughs> someone, someone said uh, it's not all or nothing; it's all for nothing. So that's where I, I stand. stand. But, Ellen, so uh, what I was asking was, like, Odegaard seems to be the linchpin of the team. When he plays well, we play well. When he doesn't play well, we don't play well. And that is a problem because he has a lot of games where he doesn't play well. He is not a Fabregas who would play every game to have the team build around him. Do you see that problem?
0: See, even with Fabregas, right, there were other good or world-class players supporting him, like, Odega did such kind of see without a striker, how much he can do much. See, we can say Lakasate or AD, but both of them are not like good strikers for this. Like, uh, this thing. so with good players, right, I see him improving. Let's like, say, I won't blame him right now, but like, say, with good players available, if he's going to do similar kind of performance, right, then that is not good. But like, he's young and like with good quality players around him, right, I think like he will improve. That's not only for him, like lot more for lot more players. Like uh, I think like with a very good quality squad, right? Like we can start uh, like seeing much more uh, good performance from these guys. Okay. But One type, last question. Uh, see all these, right? Like I'll say it as a progress, but like uh, that doesn't mean like we'll be like a top four or a like title competing team like in the very next few season itself. Like uh, so, just be small, small progress.
2: Okay, so one last question to every one of you, right? Like I'll start with Bob.
0: Do you really believe
2: that we could win against Everton? Yes.
3: Do you really believe that we will win against Everton? Yes, and I, I still believe that Tottenham will lose against Norwich. It's their last that's, home game. I still believe that. That's that's Bob's positivity. I should have.
2: I should have stuck. I should. I. I wish I had that positivity. Deepak, do you really believe that we will win against Everton?
4: Uh, yeah, I think we will win against Everton, but I don't see Spurs losing against Norwich.
2: Okay, uh, Ellen, do you? W- what's your take?
0: Do you really believe? No, uh, mine is more like on Deepak. Like uh, that being our last home game, right? Like we will definitely like uh, win against Everton, but like I don't expect uh, Norwich to like. Uh, then against uh they might draw but like i don't expect beyond that
4: yeah we we, we say spas are bottlers they, they can bottle it but like we have been the bottlers like like for
3: like bigger last four, <laughs> yeah bigger bottles right four seasons so yeah what what would you vijay what do you think
2: I don't have the we confidence. I don't have the confidence that we will win against Everton. I'm. I think it uh, draw is a more realistic uh, expectation out of the game because, especially because we have lost Tomiyasu. I don't think White and Gabriel are 100% fit. Even uh, even the last game, I don't think they were 100% fit. Uh, so literally, we are bandaged back for whatever we have, and uh, also like. Our uh, Saka has been red zone forever, and we are. Uh, he is one of our threats. And as we mentioned, by like, uh, Gabriel Montinelli isn't scoring goals. E S R isn't scoring goals. Odegaard could have a bad game. So I don't see us outperforming Everton for a win. Even a win would be good, but I don't see us you know going that way. I see us being the timid Arsenal that we are to scrape for draw.
4: Everton is like so bad. I I, I feel we would. So yeah
3: everton they they still won against us, remember
4: yeah, yeah that was yeah. like yeah that was that <laughs> that was that <laughs> dreadful game, but i I feel like yeah we would like at least if we if we don't turn up for this home game also like knowing that th- some there is like at least like one percent chance of mathematical uh, possibility, like, possibility <laughs> even if we don't turn up this game. I think like uh, that the Twitter will explode.
0: <laughs> More <laughs> than whatever is happening right now. No, I exploring. have a question for Bob. I have a question for Bob. Like Bob, like you were asking us, right? Like a similar question. What happens if Tottenham and we lose against Everton? What will be your take on
3: that? <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I lost you there. Oh, what, no. if, so what if Tottenham rules?
2: yeah you can ask me you can ask. <laughs> yeah so what if tottenham loses and we lose against everton <laughs> very much possible <laughs> <the actual way. laughs> but but i am still sticking to you know bob's first answer which is we win against uh, tottenham and norwich wins against
3: tottenham so See, what is possible and what i think is possible is two different things right you know <laughs> and I, I still think that we will win and tottenham will lose I still awesome
2: lose. On that, on that good note, uh, you know, on uh, after this dreadful uh, run of games and the, you know, the mood around the club. It's gonna be a
4: good final there, right? Like title is not decided, top four is not decided, relegation is not decided. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's it's one of those uh, photo finishes, uh, photo finish final day. Uh, So we could get an Aguero moment. And I hope that Aguero moment happens at Arsenal, where we had, uh, you know, someone, and then uh, we score when we hear Mm -hmm. that uh, Tottenham has lost in that stadium. And uh, we get to celebrate that Aguero moment in uh, Emirates Stadium, which would be amazing.
4: if If it was any other team, any other team other than Norwich, I would have I would
2: have had someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but but one thing that I would say is, uh, if 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 by some miracle we finished top four, avegunas would give uh, you know one uh, listener uh, special gift. So do comment in. So on that note, thank you so much for joining in, everyone. Uh, we will we, we'll talk after the last day of the season.